What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me on Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's downloaded. The published episode. I officially tell you now, happily, it's Friday. So, weekend is almost here. Football is back. Uh, Last night's game, not too bad. Uh, Someone need to call Deshaun Watson and tell him he need to learn how to put some fancy points up because, man... Probably should have started my other quarterback, man. That's just, that was rough. But at least my boys, the Miami Hurricanes, got a dub last night. Man, it's good to see football back on TV. I know everyone. Honestly, it's just glad to see sports back on TV. Uh, I know with everything going on still to this day, we just need to be thankful for it to be back on because these people are doing this now because they love the game I don't because I mean a lot of risks are being taken to do this but today man I'm just thankful and stuff what we have today I'm thankful for y'all to be able to listen to this beautiful voice we have now hit officially 600 plays on our podcast thank y'all Love y'all, and guess what? We ain't gonna we ain't gonna upset y'all today at all. So today I'm gonna be joined with my boy Xavier May. Xavier May, first one. I've been been trying to find somebody for a little while to do to talk to me about game streaming. I have always been curious about it. I have friends that do it, and. I work at a warehouse making very pretty good money. Well, guess what? I'm finding out they're making even better money playing this video game. Streaming money and just, man, grinding it and just making some money playing video games. Like, literally, world has came to a part where they're paying you to play video games. Like, it it was crazy, but today, I'm going to be asking Xavier May, what all goes into that what goes into streaming what goes into basically why is someone watching someone play video games i mean it is it to help them 
get better in the game, to help them figure out some strategy on it, or what. We're going to talk to Xavier about that. We're going to talk about Xavier about internet connections, because I hear that is the biggest problem for most video gamers in Florida. So we're going to talk about that part, and most importantly, man, we're just going to talk and just ask Xavier how many le- so what's all the levels that he has came up to playing this being a game streamer so so when we get back today we're gonna talk to xavier may i'm joined by xavier may how's it going my friend what's going on man i'm good i'm good how you been all right didn't have no work today so you know i chill got some gaming in oh yeah i am definitely interested in this i've been no lie, man, I've been trying to find somebody that's really heavily into gaming because I have some friends that are doing this, but they're shy to get on a podcast for some weird reason. But they can sit here and stream themselves all the time. That, that part just amazes me. But what I've been really amazed about, like, how was that process work? So, uh, obviously, with quarantine going on right now, I mean, that's an easy outlet, apparently. No, it definitely is. I've actually stepped back away from it due to, like, uh, due to COVID because uh, I'm working a lot more now than, like, what some people are. But I I would understand it because people aren't just so much focused on you talking or what you're saying. There's more focus on gameplay. So it's kind of like, all right, there's really not attention on me, but it's still there, but it's not. All right, they're focused on watching the game. They're not focused on watching me solely. Some people are just, I wouldn't say camera shy, but more like, how would I say, uh, social anxiety. So they know, okay, they have the game here. They can watch the game. I don't really have to say too much to them. Yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable on that because trust me, when I was in the great world of professional wrestling, believe it or not, I've actually have had numerous people that have had social anxiety but could go in front of a crowd and just do their thing on some things. That kind of blows my mind on those So. Explain this how this works. So how's the process start for like streaming? So how like does it really what made you want to start doing it? Honestly, I, I was bored one day. Uh I was <laughs> right, right when I got out of being incarcerated. I was playing I got into Fortnite like everybody else, you know, the big wave and like towards the end of two thousand seventeen. And mm-hmm. I was just chilling one day and I seen Mixer on there. Oh, what's Mixer? I'm like, oh, it's streaming. Okay, like growing up you didn't really have the you had to buy everything you needed to stream or versus oh yeah mm-hmm. it was by the console now you could stream from that I was like, all right mm-hmm. let me check this out and then before i knew it like it just it becomes like an addiction almost like you either get really into it or you don't get into it at all like you really have to have a passion for it yeah it, it became from from meeting other people all around the world to coming closer like this to want to be home and know like i want to stream when i get home like you have a purpose for playing a game, so you're like, all right, I'm not just playing a game because I'm bored or to enjoy my time. It's like it's a movement behind it now. Now I can like I can work towards something and maybe mm-hmm. maybe make some money off it, maybe make it a career, whatever you know you end up doing, or you just do it because you just love video games, which I can't do. I love video games. I like staying out of trouble. Oh, <laughs> all right, let me see if I can make a couple bucks while doing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it. It's definitely a grind. It's it's, it's worth it in the end. Some people blow up overnight. Some people blow up in six months. Some people take five years. But mm-hmm. it, it's just like anything else. You, same reason like some people end up playing uh, 
football, but not like uh, on a professional level or anything. You just enjoy it so much, so you keep doing it. And an opportunity will knock as soon as possible. But mm-hmm. from start to finish of it, though, I, I should have stayed with him where I probably would have been somewhere with him now. But life hits, you know, and it becomes a balance, like uh, between work, your social life, and then streaming. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't understand the background work with with anything else. Like somebody makes a song, okay, think about all the hours they put in the recording studio, mm-hmm. uh, the beat, the ad libs, perfecting the soundtrack. We you have to do all that unless you got money like that just to give people to do for you. You got to make your clips. You gotta you gotta brand yourself. You have to mm-hmm. socialize. You have to reach out to others. You have to make connections. If you do YouTube as well, you got to make YouTube videos, uh, your artwork. It's so in-depth. It's, it's like a whole business. It's your own business. Okay. When you get uh, deeper into it. Yeah, it, it, when you get really deep into it, you start to find out, like, it's, it's a real business. Like, this is your brand, your business, your name, and you have to represent yourself and mm-hmm. market yourself. To other yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just blows my mind. Like, I've I've got numerous friends that are making tons of money just playing these video games. Uh, I tried Fortnite. I don't understand the game at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I like the part. Okay, yeah, you can shoot it or whatever. I'm sitting there thinking like it's Halo type scenario. But then yeah. they're like, no, you got to yeah. build your house and all this. I'm like, what the heck does that got to do for anything? So I am terrible when it comes to, like, Fortnite and stuff. Which is sad. My eight-year-old son, he could tell me how to play that game better than I knew how. Right. And it was just like, right. <laughs> I was like, well, we found a game that you could probably make money off of. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's, I would definitely agree. Uh, like, at the level it's at now, when I first started playing, it wasn't at that critique of a level due to, like, it's really a brain thinking game. It's a shooter, but at the same time, it's really like a, a high IQ level game for some of the things I've seen people do and even the stuff I learned how to do. Mm-hmm. But it's a game that requires consistency and practice every day because the game is always changing, little tweaks to it. So it's just like anything yeah. else, like a sport. Yeah, like the, the updates on it, something to update and change. Okay, this weapon's not as strong anymore. Okay, this wall piece glitches out like this so there's so much little critique things or people come up with their own ways like all right this is the best way to build a defense or uh what we mm-hmm. call a a one by one which is just a box to protect yourself from shooting mm-hmm. and you you get put in scenarios where i've seen people like the kid that won the world cup he won uh 10 million dollars and 16 years old and it's just like playing a video game so the iq level is really crazy high being a kid your brain is not really formed all the way yet so you got room just to soak everything in and just put everything you have into it so a game like that college paid off and yeah college paid off and debt free (laughs) yeah you know like this game is like paving a way for people and it's not even that just fortnite alone just really opened the doorway for like all right, gaming is a legit living sport. Like, people see – one thing I hate and love about it, it opened people's eyes to it. It was on ESPN. They started streaming Counter-Strike mm-hmm. on ESPN, even at uh, one of my restaurants I was aware of before. But it also only opened a lot of people's eyes because they seen the money. They seen the value behind it, which mm-hmm. a lot of people only seeing dollar signs. And, like, 
whether they're playing it or they're trying to sponsor people or get into the business, it's just, it's going to open a lot of doors, like games in general. But they've always been this popular, though. They were just more. I mean, the biggest games that I've always ever played was like, obviously, wrestling, sports games like that. And I knew sports games. I never knew, like, all these other games got such a huge platform on them. I mean, I think the very original for me would believe is probably Halo. Uh, Obviously, I believe that's one of the ones where the video game tournaments and everything got really big for a while because Xbox was a very, very weird platform for a while. And there wasn't that many games that a lot of people liked about Xbox when they first came out. Right. yeah, I know a little bit on gaming, knowing that I'm just an Xbox person. So <laughs> I kind of upgraded to Xbox after uh, PlayStation 2 or 3. I can't totally remember on those, but I used to be heavily on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tekken and, like, Twisted Metal were, like, my number one games there. Oh, yeah. You, matter of fact, speaking of Tekken, Tekken has million-dollar tournaments year-round for it. You'd be surprised. That's unheard of. Tekken. I mean, I can play those games, but when it comes to playing online, fighting games are not my friend. Yeah, like <laughs> it's I, like I, insurance for my controller that's probably about to hit a wall or something. <laughs> like, no, I I, 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 I get that. I get that. It's, it's like that. You, you have days like that. You're not wrong with it. It's like when you play online for some weird reason, it's always your character moves a lot slower than the person you're going against, and it's just like. Okay, so is there a cheat code in this? Like, wh- what do I need to find out to do this? <laughs> the, the secret to online gaming, I figured out. It's not just being good at the game; it's equipment and it's your internet. Internet <laughs> is one of the biggest factors in every online game, and it took me this long to realize it. Especially being Fortnite again. Fortnite was so internet-based. If you had a better internet connection, it was all based on ping. So ping is like the amount of data like you're you're sending out to their server and then it's sending mm-hmm. back for every little movement so if yeah. you have anything below 20 you are you can be one of the worst players but you can beat everybody else because like florida for instance is the one of the worst states for internet you're not pushing anything really? under really a 30 a 35 at best west coast has oh, they've the rated florida as one of the worst thing for internet just from that yeah, from gaming, because gaming actually doesn't use as much as something compared to Netflix and everything, but it's so minuscule-based that, like, you'd want nobody on it. So, currently, like, I play, I have, like, my own internet, and but I make sure I don't have nothing else running while I'm on it. Yeah, well, my son and my wife and everyone's got electronics hooked up to our <laughs> internet, like, it's no tomorrow, so... So now I got the hint. So I don't play fighting games now when everyone's online. I, I got the hint. I I've never knew that. That's that was really interesting to find out. It, uh, I found that out from my grandpa. grandpa the worst one on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm it, thinking it, the world the world in general is on Wi-Fi. <laughs> like and, almost every area in the United States, I would believe is on Wi-Fi. And Wi-Fi is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you're out and you need to use the internet or you're at a coffee shop, whatever. But, like, for anything to do with really hardcore gaming like that, I never recommend mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Always hardwired. I learned that when I was 13. Hardwired is the best. It's a solid-state connection. There's no time lag in between. Unless you just have really bad internet. But other than that, it's straightforward to each, each end on both sides. 
Okay, uh, I want you to explain that a little bit. So when you say Wi-Fi and hardwired, so you're just basically saying like the wire for like like the phone cord type look? Yeah, so you just pretty much an Ethernet cord from your console mm-hmm. straight to the modem itself. Oh, so it makes faster internet just from that in general. Yeah, because Wi-Fi, so Wi-Fi, it's like, it's like a cell phone. So it's got to send out a signal, then it's got to receive the signal back on their end. Mm-hmm. So there's time gaps in between all of that. And you think from running a game like Call of Duty or playing Madden Online, every every second and every action you do, it, there's a time like in between. You might not see it all the time. You'll rarely see it really unless it's just bad. But there's a time lag. So there might be uh, a millionth of a second in between each button you press. There's a millionth of a second that goes that take time. A millionth of a second versus hardware is going to, soon as you press it now it's down to a tenth of a second a hundredth of a second really? the right there is so much closer than what you would really think it would be so a question so say like if i use the wi-fi and obviously i put the cord in my xbox whatever does that put like a certain amount they're automatically just going to put strictly to my xbox console or is it still because everyone would still be using the wi-fi of course so it obviously is still draining in a way. Well, being directly connected, so I still run my laptop, my computer, or my laptop, my phone, and uh, my Xbox all through it, but all of them hardwired. So it would actually be a faster connection even with everything on it. And it, it does depend on, really? like, the type of internet you do have as well. Like, if you have, like, a certain amount. Like, I have a gigabyte a month. I probably maybe only mm-hmm. use 400 gigabytes a month. So my mm-hmm. speed is always fast. And it really it makes a big difference. Like you can go to internet, uh, you can just type in internet speed tester, and it'll tell you your your upload speed and your download speed. Yeah. And you can see okay. a big change from being on a Wi-Fi versus being on a hardwired connection. Like it's gonna be a big difference. Man, now now you got me just thinking about putting that Ethernet cord in my Xbox now. <laughs> oh, it, it, listen, I promise you, because my dad we used to always go through that playing 2K. I used to tell him, look, let me just do something. I did something for him, and he had no more problems again. I was like, so it doesn't cut out, out so it won't pause or anything. Anymore. It'll yeah, it won't cut right. out. There's no freezes or anything, you know. I mean, it's still based on other people's connection, connection with them in games. Mm-hmm. But you're on your end, yours will never be as bad unless it's like uh, a host-based game like Call of Duty where they pick somebody mm-hmm. in a lobby that hosts that, that lobby and then their connection is just bad. But other than that, you should never have any problems really being hardwired. And I recommend that to everybody. That's really neat to know. I I definitely did not know any of that <laughs> at all. <laughs> You'd be surprised so, um... if people are don't really understand it. They think Wi-Fi is just the best. I mean, it's good, like, you watching Roku and you don't want cords running all through the house. But mm-hmm. when you're hardcore into anything, especially if you even, like, run a business from home or anything like that, yeah. I definitely recommend hardwire because it can always fail. It can turn off. Things happen, you know. Well, my podcast would really not be doing any well if I didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. So it's a benefit to Wi-Fi. I don't get me wrong. I love it. And certain factors factor in, like, uh, concrete walls are really bad for Wi-Fi. Really? Uh, yeah. That, so it blocks out a signal, like, uh, especially in apartments. It's a real big problem. And I always try to explain that to some people. Like, 
So if your modem is in, say, your living room and you go to your bathroom that's uh-huh. in your room, your signal is going to get, gradably, it's going to get weaker as it goes, and it might even cut out. Like with concrete, Okay, that makes sense. So the further you go, obviously, the signal will kind of like... Right, but unless you have like, uh, I would say, I'm trying to think of the type of wall, um, like almost hollowed walls, then you would be good. Mm-hmm. Because the connection okay. still can prove through it. So it's something with concrete, it blocks it. And I've noticed that all my years of living in apartments. It's, it's always bad with concrete buildings. Yeah, I remember my experiences in apartments. I mean, Wi-Fi was never all... I think you would... Uh, my honest belief on that time, I thought it was just where the modem was plugged in. So obviously because of the Wi-Fi, I'm thinking, okay, when I go to the bathroom, stuff, that's where I definitely tell it was like going from full bars to like down to like two. And it was right. just like, man, I barely even moved that far. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, man. So, and it's it's crazy to really think about because some you won't think about it. But I've like sat down and looked at it sometimes. Like, really sat down and messed with this computer stuff and the internet. And it's like it's small little changes like that affect it so much more than you would actually think. And the people want to blame the internet company, this and that, and like you got to mm-hmm. look into the deeper issues of it to really like understand it and it's so simple though once you like understand like, oh okay it makes sense so what's like a very good say like for a motor like how you said one gig is that like a average so, yeah. level for like that, a very good modem or is like how's that work me living by myself currently yeah it's a pretty good deal that's a like i get a thousand you get a thousand gigabytes a month of data mm-hmm. or uh is it a thousand yeah a thousand gigabytes a month so it perfectly works because gaming actually doesn't take out. They actually even prove the statistics. Netflix actually uses more, more internet than mm-hmm. running your Xbox, a PlayStation, and a Nintendo Switch at the same time. I've I've noticed that. Like literally, like usually my son would watch Boss Baby on on the tablet or whatever, and while I'm playing the game, I could tell like how slow my game would start coming out. And I'd look at him and go, are you watching Netflix or something? Because they've actually warned us about Netflix on uh, some platform, especially on Comcast. Comcast yeah. oh, would yeah. tell it's you, like, words. yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. I, I mean, I play, I pay, I have a prepaid Wi-Fi. I only pay $45 a month on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does wonders for us, but I never knew, like, concrete would actually cut off the connection speed and stuff like that. And I did know that, obviously – Nine times out of ten, you don't want Netflix on your phone because it will kill your gigabytes, like crush them instantly. Oh yeah, unless and, you uh, have unlimited on on it, anything. Oh, like, trust me, I had. Because when I live, we with had my to mom, have that for mom, sure. When I live with my mom and we, they, I was play the game. I one month we used seven hundred gigabytes out of a thousand one month because of Netflix mm-hmm. because they watch Netflix all day every day, and I'm like, I use maybe. Three four hundred by myself a month. That's with watching Netflix, just like here and there. Mhm. What? Man, I, one thing I love about podcasts is, man, I learn something new from like every episode. I never knew anything like that about Wi-Fi. Uh, obviously the connection because I love how you said that now because when I used to play two K like real heavily, I could only play in certain games because I would always get kicked out like every five to six games and I'm just sitting there like, dang, why does it keep saying my connection's poor? Yeah. And I would notice that my wife would be on her phone, my son would probably be on his tablet, 
And I never realized, like, oh, man, I thought it was just like, oh, you only have a certain amount of devices that can link onto them. Oh, no, uh, it's some, based off of... Some, some modems are device-based, but mm-hmm. in a sense, once you get a hardwire, though, the Wi-Fi actually doesn't even matter. Like, you could have five devices on Wi-Fi and your console be hardwired, and you won't interfere mm-hmm. any issues. They might interfere because you're straight hardwired to the modem. So you're not having a okay. weight or anything like that. And it gives off a... It, they're, they're using pretty much a signal versus you're using yeah. straight power from it. Okay. So I'm definitely about to plug that cord in my Xbox. <laughs> Honestly, it is. And it's uh, uh, different because of Wi-Fi. So Wi-Fi, you have a password on it, majority of people do. Mm-hmm. It's a protection, too. So it limits you from connecting to other people, like, in games. Like, it'll say, I don't know if you've ever seen anything where it says NAT type, NAT. It'll say NAT yeah, type, yeah, yeah. closed, they're open. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can just be like you have to set it up through your account, like on the modem itself, and open it up. But nine times out of ten, if you're straight hardwired to it, it'll always have your NAT open, so you can connect to everybody. Wow. Dang. I mean, that, that's pretty neat. I didn't know any of this. That's I pretty in, cool to find out. I got out. into this when I was 12 years old. We had linked this internet, and it was the trashiest internet I've had in my life. And I did everything in the world to make this internet work. And I was like, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit down and figure this out. That's, I mean, I, I know that had to be a lot of willpower, especially only at 13 years old, man. That's pretty neat. I mean, right, you get so, dedicated to gaming, you know, you, you kind of go. Yeah. So, um, tell me, what kind of – so, I know you do Fortnite. Do you still play it. a lot of Fortnite still? or No, I um, actually stopped last year, I would say – I'd say somewhere near the beginning of last year, the game mechanics, is, it became just too high level of a game. I wouldn't say high level of game, but I didn't have the time to really put in like versus some people, like some kids, some even adults, they have, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And I'm like, yeah. I might have three hours every day during the weekday and then the weekends, okay, I have all day. So somebody yeah, might be, be able to put 60, 70 hours in and I'm only able to put like 30 or 40 in. And it oh, puts me at a huge disadvantage to try to keep up with that kind of game, especially when I play a bunch of other games as well. Okay. So what games are you usually playing now? Uh, right now, obviously, I'm playing Call of Duty Warzone. That's, that's a good I just started playing. getting into that game. I'm trying to get into it. I'm not I'm, – I've been terrible at games like this, so that's why I kind of, like, just stayed my way out of it. Because I'm like, I know a lot of people get so serious in it, and they're like, Warren, you playing hey, Warzone? Dude. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then when they sit there and play with me, are like, God dang, dude, have you ever played this game? Like, what are you doing? I was like, I told y'all, I'm just learning. <laughs> I'm just turning around. Boom, I get and, shot. And I'm just like. And it's cool. It's <laughs> Call of Duty, like, I've been playing that 14 years now. It is. It is a game that has peaked to levels, like, unreal how serious that game can actually get. I've even had to catch myself a lot. and it, I it, mean, it the one thing I'll say, the coolest thing about it is how much more upgrade it gets for every single game. And it's not like it's decreasing the value on it or kind of messing up, oh, man, they keep making more and more of these. Like, it's exaggerating a little bit. No, it's, like, more exciting. Like, they look more like movies every single time they make newer ones. I mean, it's pretty cool to watch those. I mean, at least you, that's one game I feel like that's kind of like a reality-type look. Obviously, it's a war game. 
It's yeah. So it's kind of like not like space type and all that. I mean, it's kind of like a very reality type situation that could possibly happen in some right. ways. <laughs> that is one thing Kyle like franchise. Like even though the same ten million people that played every year, we might complain about it and cry about it. We will always play it because we know what they expect from it. Right, the storylines mm-hmm. and everything, graphic-wise, they they've come from when I started playing in what 2007, 2008 with a uh, Call of Duty Big Red one on the 360 and everything, and the original mm-hmm. Xbox. It it's like you can't hate them. Like you you got to either just become really good at it and like it, or you just enjoy it for like everything they offer with the storyline, the multiplayer. Like, you start enjoying the little stuff about it to keep you excited about the game. But every year, we mm-hmm. get to say the same thing. And then towards about this time in the year, every October, for the past uh, 10 years, at least I want to say that. I've been playing at least 10, 12 years. Probably like, turning one of the most most number one games that's played on the it, And it, it, it has. It's like, we wait this same time of year. Every year, Call of Duty comes out around this time of year. So, it's like we never are doubted. Like, we don't doubt it. Like, a new Call of Duty comes out every year. It was like a brand new Call of Duty play it for a year. All right, on to the next one. And we're ready for it every year. No matter how bad yeah. we might say it looks or plays and the data or anything. You're still playing it. I mean, it's it's like a new thing every time. Like, you're just really curious to see what, what's new compared to the last one. And, I would and say those thing. are a lot better when those upgrade because, like I say, I'm very big on, like, sports games. When you watch, when you go to get the newer year of the sports games, I finally realized this. I used to be really bad at it. I'd buy it every single year thinking it's going to be so much different. All it is is maybe an updated roster, maybe a little bit higher, and maybe some of the stats for one of the guys that had a decent season from last game has got a really better one. But yeah. in reality, all you have to do is just kind of like update a roster and you can still have the exact same year ones. Say like 2013 or whatever, I would not have had to win. got 2014. Right off the get go, I could have just updated the roster. That's one good perk of the online type play, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. I never understood that with sports games. Yeah, I think that's why I could never get into it. So, like, it's literally the same game. Like, mm-hmm. I think the only difference now with the two Ks that come out is like, are right, you? I'll say the graphics a little bit. Graphics. One thing they've always took care of it to make it look so realistic. But mm-hmm. when you try to make it look realistic as possible. You mess with the physics. It kind of fell on some of the storytelling and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. So there's nothing to really uphold it because you put so much in on the graphics. The physics are going to be off in the game to try to make it realistic because it's still a game at the end of the day. So you yeah. still have to keep that aspect in mind. But like they still keep it, but it's like all right, okay. They just added a. I've noticed they added a my player and a my park where you could do teams of three, street one on one. There. All right, that's cool. But really, what like. What does it matter? It's like I can't sit there and play basketball. I've never fathomed sitting playing a basketball game all day. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I mean, I, I used to be so into video games. Now it's just like I don't know what it is. I just cannot sit down for more than an hour, if that. And, I mean, it's very rare for me to play a video game for an hour now. But I have to, like, really just be like, all right, either I'm hurt or I'm just really bored to play. So, I mean, like, it's like. like I haven't really been able to find a lot of games that I, I can be really interested in. One game I have gotten really into is that new Dragon Ball Z game. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a nine-year-old playing that game again. Uh, the Kakarot one, I love. Yep. Uh, no, I, I think very it takes challenging. 
think it takes back to childhood though at times. Mm-hmm. Like you just uh that's like with people that are like real big into like Pokemon going stuff. It's just like something we grew up wishing like we had at that time and now it's like mm-hmm. right, we're older and having now I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna whatever it is because I wanted that as a kid and we didn't have it. Yeah. And I, I think you just got to have that right mindset to play video games because it, it's so rough nowadays where you don't really have people to play with. It's like... I mean, like, I feel like it's a good outlet to keep people, like how you say, stay out of trouble. Um, obviously, there's not a lot of stuff you can do now. <laughs> so, thanks to the world. So, I think maybe video games, at least, those won't be banned anytime soon, I would hope. <laughs> I, would I don't hope think that could cause a virus. And I... <laughs> Yeah, and I've actually met, like, I have some really close friends that I've met, like, and I've actually met up with them in uh, California, North Carolina, New York. Oh, that man, I've met you about as bad as my dad, dude. My my dad has his Xbox. He's had this Xbox. He's, he's very heavily, and I mean heavily, into Gears of War. Uh, he plays only the Horde version. He cannot play people on online play against each other because, like I said, he might need a remote control insurance fund because... <laughs> It's here going through a TV or a wall. So, I I guess, but it's so funny. And and the funny thing is my dad will have his phone, and he has the names marked as their gamer tags in the thing. I was like, Dad, who the bright mind is named Bones Thing (laughs) 24-7? Like, (laughs) I was like, do you acknowledge that when you see them? Hey, Bones 24-7, like, what the heck? And, you know, I relate to it. I, I, it's cool. I like that because uh, it's a funny story. My brother, actually, he ended up meeting some dudes in 2010 on Xbox. And he moved okay. in with them two years ago, and they've been the best of friends. And it's crazy. Really? Like, I mean, I used to make fun of my dad on this real bad. Like, he would go all the way to South Carolina and stuff like this to meet these people. And I looked at him and said, Dad, you better hope they ain't, like, five-year-old kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, they're all grown. He's like, no, nah, there was one that's retired doing the same thing I did. I was like, all right, as long as they who they are, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's a uh, little, it's a little weird at first, but when you once you start doing it, like you end up becoming comfortable. People like there's some people like mm-hmm. I Facetime all the time, or we Snapchat. Uh, actually, one of them, I was 16 at the time. He's probably like 13. Real cool little dude, and suddenly like just told like he's just always talking about everything, asking questions. And he was so good mm-hmm. at Call of Duty, he ended up going pro for, like, three years and still one of my good really? friends of the day. So, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, I grew up playing this with him. Like, he was pro. Like, <laughs> that's, like, wow. one of my best friends. So That's crazy like, to believe that. I mean, there's – I mean, I now see it completely now. There's pro leagues for video games and stuff. So, one thing I am curious about. So, how you do the streaming gig? How do you keep people entertained – on the stream and while still be able to be real focused on playing video. That that is the fun part about it because is that kind of like the new challenge part version compared to just regular playing? I would say like so you have like different types of streamers like to begin with. You have like your your hardcore gamer streamers that are like solely there just to entertain you with their skills and how good they are at the game. And you have like those ones that will not read chat for the whole game or an hour or so, like, that are purely focused on showing off their skill set, and people enjoy watching mm-hmm. that. Then you have your entertaining streamers who are, like, decent at games. They, they can hold up, like, where they're good, but at the same time, they interact with chat. 
You know, they yeah. make sure everybody's doing good. And then you have your just pure entertainers that are just purely there just for your entertainment that are, like, interacting with chat, uh, doing multiple games, mini games where everybody can include in on, doing giveaways. So it's first okay. when you come in, you have to figure out uh, what kind of streamer am I going to be? Because that could change later on, like, yeah, because that one thing you do, it might get boring to them. So you have to figure out, okay, what do I do next? To keep yeah, you gotta, you gotta uh, adapt. So uh, that's when people I, started evolving with like. Believe it or not, my first time doing this podcast, it was only going to be strictly about wrestling because I came out of professional wrestling. Right. And then I was right. just like, there's so many wrestling podcasts, and just like it's either bash WWE or. Talk bad about the, the little guys, and I, I was one of the little guys, so it was just like, yeah, I don't like this idea, so I'm gonna do everything. And I feel like that's one reason why my podcast has gotten to where it is now, is because it's not just one particular topic; it's adapt every single time on the episode. And like how you said, you got to figure out what type of person you're gonna be to do these streams. And I've always been intrigued on that, and that's why I was really excited about doing this episode with you because. I knew how heavily you were in this a little bit. Believe it or not, I was at my friend's place, and he's just starting on the streaming. Like, he was starting that Call of Duty Warzone game, yeah. and I was seeing how he plays on it. And we actually saw yours on it, and you were playing, I think, playing Call of Duty as well. <laughs> and, I was, and I was just intrigued. I'm like, 80 people are really watching Xavier right now. Like, literally 80 people are sitting here watching him play this video game. And the one thing I was always wondering is, like, are people watching people play video games to learn how to beat them, or are they just doing it just because it's killing time or something just to figure stuff out? Because I do know there's some people are also just watches them to play the game just to see how they can beat a level or how they can do something new, something cool in the video. Oh, yeah. And, and that's where it comes in. Like the My son is very heavily big on that, and that's how he got so good in Fortnite. Is from Honestly, just watching you, video. Yeah, you watch them, you adapt to them, you see, okay, what can I do better than them? Okay, how do they do this? Oh, it's like it's it's just like anything else, like or say you're it's down. Like game film, I would think, kind of like playing sports, other than it's just playing it's, video yeah, games. Now. Exactly, and that's the only difference. Like, uh, they actually have courses in high school and college now, and you can get a a, a degree. You can get uh, they can fund you to go to college to play on a professional gaming team. Like it, it's wow. it's gotten so much bigger than what people think, and it, it's such a good social outlet because when you uh, my dad used to take me to tournaments all the time. Like he done took me to Georgia, South Carolina, uh, every tournament. Matter of fact, and Yuli when they had the new Call of Duty for four years in a row, I won all of them. Um, like, I do remember I, the Call of Duty tournaments. I think they were at uh, they were Walmart, at Walmart, right? Or yeah, was that GameStop? No, Walmart and Yuli, they had one at GameStop. Uh, I was there for that one. And then they had one at Game Over. Then they had another one in the Georgia Game Over. Uh, Walmart, mm -hmm. they did theirs every year. And I used to win that same one every year. Because it was always the same people that showed up. And I was like, y'all can't beat me. <laughs> like, I was just like, like, I used to ride my <laughs> bike five, six miles just to go there. Because my parents couldn't take me at the time. I was like, I'm going to go. So, it was a... Yeah. Uh, it, it it shows you like dedication and learning because it's like like Fortnite you have to learn every day something new or every week when a new update comes out you have to adapt yourself to and you have to want to learn it because that's the only way you're gonna get better. 
Mm -hmm. So you can definitely say it's a sport. It requires training because you got You need to sleep good. You make sure you're eating right. And you make sure you're still going outside. I don't know. Sleeping is the key for a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, in reality, it is because it Because I've it'll, seen it'll, so much stuff sponsored from video game stuff now because I'm an ambassador for Raz Energy Drinks. And um, okay. from Rep Sports, they're very heavily big. On, they have their own group thing where they have everyone that goes on the Twitch uh, platforms and stuff that are playing Fortnite, playing Call of Duty, just playing all these games, and they do the streaming off of that group. And I mean, they get they get good views every single time. And uh, it was just it just intrigues me like how people can sit there and watch a video game so long. And and my friend Catlin, he sits here every single time I'm hanging out with him. He's always on Twitch watching something. And I'm just like, how can you sit here and watch that all day? He's like, I'm learning, man. I'm learning this. I was like, man, you're about as bad as my eight-year-old son. Like, <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of times it's like instead of just watching, you can might just be watching because like, all right, they're an interesting person to watch. He's had a like mm -hmm. a bad day, and like some people. So it's also the energy that person gives off because like there's some people yeah. like that went big. Like Tifu really didn't go big because like he went big later on because he was really good at Fortnite. But even when he was really good. I was, he only averaged like a thousand, two thousand views versus what he's doing now, fifty, sixty thousand, because of the kind of person That's he insane. was. He was like a dope. So it's you have to have that energy for it and be lively, or you can go to look the stream to try to get away from that if you're going through that because you know you're gonna have people that are gonna come watch you, that are gonna cheer you mm -hmm. up, that are gonna make your day. So it's like a vice versa. It's like it's good for for both parties, the, the people were streaming and the people watching. It, it, I mean, I think the streaming gig, I think I could do a stream, but my biggest thing is I know no one wants to watch me play no dog on video games. Cause, like see, I said, on Call of Duty, I turn around, I get shot. Like, it, <laughs> and see, that's the terrible. one thing you have to, like, you got to get through because when I started, I used to, like, the numbers, it, it's, it's going to affect you somewhere or another because there was for a while I was only streaming one or two people for like a couple months. I'm have a couple new people stop in, but it's like, all right, I know I'm like I'm good at video games, but I'm not like great at a game yet. Like some of these kids uh -huh. are. So it's like, all right, so I need to figure out like I need to interact with more people in the game, outside of the game on my Twitter. Um, and I started doing that, and people started gravitating towards like, oh, he's posting clips. Even if you don't post good clips, you post funny clips. Or you post positive things for people to grasp on, and then they want to watch you, regardless if mm -hmm. you're good or bad, because they know the, your character, the kind of person you are. So they want to be there. They want to. And I even have yeah. friends still to this day that, oh, that's you're gonna get back in streaming, and it's like I'm trying, but it's it's really hard with my current circumstances, yeah. situation. So it's like I'm fixing that, and then my mental. I found out that's a big part of it because you can't go. It's like anything. You can't be mad. And pissed off at the world, and then go out to the bar and expect to have a good night. Yeah, you know you you can't. I like that terminology, dude. I so I really like so, that metaphor to that. It's, it's like waking up in the morning on the wrong side of the bed. You can't expect for to like. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm just gonna stream because I'm mad, and then you might have one or two people, then you get mad about that. So you gotta really like have your mental right, like anything yeah. else. It's like you gotta like treat it. You gotta treat it like a business. Like you have to really treat it as, like when I was a wrestler, I treated my character like it was like my baby. Like I, 
like when when I was wrestling, you didn't know I was the American Project. You would not have known unless you have been there and seen me in person because you wouldn't know that me and AP were the same people because I treated that like everything I could for it. So I love how you said that because you got to treat it like a business. You have to treat it to like, regardless of what's going on in your life, that could also be your outlet to be like, hey, this is my happy place type scenario and, to and that. That's how you have to keep it. But what comes with that, it's like almost being like a celebrity. It's like you have to, mm-hmm. you have to watch the things you say. You have to watch the things you do. You have to be a better person on it. You have to be a real you, you have, high key role man. model. And it's like, so you got to portray that same person into your everyday life as well. Yep. It's like, you can't be like this one way and then be like this when you're with your friends and everything. Because somebody's going to mm-hmm. see, somebody's going to find out the same way, like uh, with my, my fellow record and me getting locked up and everything. It's like, somebody's going to find out about it. So I have to portray, I really have to grow, just not for my business, but for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to tie anything back or relate back on if I do this and like oh well he did this before so it makes sense you know you want people to have a different outlook well he was like this but he's like this now so he's growing he's getting better And I mean as long as you're improving and I agree with you on that I mean most people they try to find something bad about someone just to make themselves feel good at like uh, like like Kevin Hart when he hosted the Grammys they brought up the the the, the joke he made about uh, having a gay daughter or something, I'm like, that was mm-hmm. seven, eight years back. The man doesn't, um, he, you know, like, he made a comment, he knew it was wrong, but he was joking, and y'all threw that right back eight years, six, seven, eight years later. The sad thing is they were laughing about it at the time. So it wasn't yeah, offensive so at that time, it, but now it's like, oh, since you said that eight years ago, regardless if I laughed or thought it was the funniest <laughs> joke ever, we're going to shame you for that because you're supposed to be hosting a grand. Like, you're supposed to be hosting the Golden Globes. And that's right, that thing. That's right. the very first time that a comedian's ever hosted. Yeah. As, and so as big like, as he was. It's like you, you, you can do so much, but you're going to have that small mm-hmm. circle that always just wants to tear people down. Because their life isn't where they wanted it, regardless of anything they. Do. Oh, trust me, man. When I first started, when I first got into wrestling, I got really big for a little bit. All my past about with Matthew and his mom, and at this time, making oh, yeah. me go to like certain situations and stuff. All of that stuff got put up. That's one thing I loved about having a mask character. It was completely secret. I did not like when I say when I was in the ring, you wouldn't know if that was one mother. You wouldn't know right. that's just American project. Like I was two different people. I made that completely that way just because I wanted to go really big with this. Uh yeah. according to injuries and everything now, obviously that kind of fed me to go down and kind of like just take a time off and whatever. And then it was just like, Okay, I guess I'm done because now I've been out of it for so long. It's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going back. <laughs> Not anytime yeah, yeah. soon. <laughs> Bones hurt. <laughs> but um, at that time, like how you said, it's just like people just try to find something bad about somebody. I mean, there's nobody's perfect. We have found that perfectly by anyone. I mean, you yeah. could probably pick up one of the most perfect people you would think and then find out, oh, they did this. And then it's like, oh, they're not perfect anymore. And it's sad how people do that, in my opinion. Because that means that they're just basically trying to say hey regardless of how good you're improving how great you're doing now apparently because you did this that's that's what you are and i mean it's 
it sucks for a lot of people. I know it's hard to move on when you have stuff like that. Uh, I had to learn very tough love when I first got into that, that lovely sport. Like I said in my past episodes, man, that made me like a true man from doing this because you're going to get ridiculed all the time. You know you're not bad. You know you're a good worker. You know you're a good person, but they're going to be like, oh, you suck. And, I mean, you just got to sit there and smile and go, ha-ha, thank you, USA. Like, <laughs> I've had to do that numerous times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that's what I feel like celebrities, I think, especially because when you do reach a certain peak in, like, the streaming world or gaming world, it's like, all right, the internet is – you put the letter A out there, it's going to be remembered forever that you put mm-hmm. it at this time and date at this place. So it's like you really have to watch what you say. You'd be mad about a situation that – and it's like, all right, I can't portray that out here. And I have to, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, if I'm going to say I'm pissed off in my relationship right now. I have to word it in a way to where it can't negatively affect me. And I, I feel like mm-hmm. that's the only downside of it. But that, that's with anything. That's like owning any business, you know, like they have to be careful what they say and what they it's do. It's your baby. <laughs> yeah, like you, you have to be careful because it's going to affect you in some way, shape or form, whether you think or not. It's gonna there's gonna be a positive and a negative effect to it. And all right, man, I gotta that, ask you, you still rapping? Listen, I, I've got friends in music and I'm not <laughs> touching it, man. Look, it was it was a sixteen year old. Hey, I can't thing. knock on you, man. I was in a mask and tights, so I think was, I've gotten the jokes going on that. But I mean yeah, man. I I had to say that because dude, it's it's crazy to believe how many people now in Julie are now all of a sudden rappers. And I mean, it's just That's like, they would pick on people so bad now. And I'm just sitting, I'm like, so we're going to debut all these albums now. Okay. And the sad thing is all of them debuted on the same day. That was the funniest part. And then obviously some of them messaged me nonstop. Hey man, I got an idea for you on this podcast, on the podcast. And I was like, send me info. Let me know. And then all their dates were sitting at the same date. I was like, I can't put all y'all's episodes in one week just because y'all all decided to debut it in one in that exact same day. I was like, there's I'm, no I'm, way I could do it. <laughs> I'm gonna say this much for you: follow your dreams, whatever makes you happy. Oh yeah, but you have to. You have to. You have to have the hustle, and like, that's it's like one thing. People. Like you do your podcast when you're not working and everything. I try to stream, you know, and get some time when I'm not working. My friends, they, you know, they do their music on the side after they take care of everything. So you got to put the business first and know, like, all right, this mm-hmm. is what I want to do with my life, but I still have to work. I'll say the one game, thing people have to learn else. is you're going to spend more than what you're going to earn at first. And that's oh, yeah. really, that really is the biggest thing I could tell somebody because I spent so much money on everything I had to have for wrestling. I didn't make up the money that I spent until I was like in my th- third year in wrestling. So That's it's right a tough grind. Right. It's a tough grind. Yeah. And it's like anything. You're that one person. Say like say like for wrestling, whatever, you're, you're wanting to go in the WWE. That's plain and simple. You're not trying to kill yourself to not make – money like WWE type scenario. That, I don't care. Anyone says that, you're trying to get there. If you ain't trying to get there, you're in the wrong sport to sit here and think you're going to be able to provide for your family. Yeah, if, if right money first. is not a part of, of your plan at all, like in anything you pursue. Especially one of these larger-in-life gigs, you have to have straight determination, and you have to have that power just to keep going. 
Because there's going to be times that you're going to be like, why am I doing this? Because it can cause issues with relationships. It can cause issues with family. It can cause probably memory issues on some things, especially if it's physical, football, basketball, anything. Sport-wise, I mean, that can cause really bad trauma to your body. Because regardless of what you're doing in life, it's going to affect you in the longer run. It don't matter what you're trying to do. Obviously, you can be smarter at it and get further on into it. But in the long run, it's still going to hurt you. Like, there's nothing as a grind hustle, I would say, that's not going to harm you in the future when you yeah. talk. Obviously, your voice is going to get messed up when you get older or something. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's something, but you just have to learn how to know you can't quit attitude. And I yeah, – that's how I can relate that back to streaming. That's where, like, the I can't preach that no more around. because, I mean, it's a very tough hustle. You're not going to just sit here and say, hey, I'm going to be a singer and go win a Grammy in the first week, <laughs> in the first year. Like, there's no way. If you can do that, I give you the biggest props and you're the best person on this planet. If and you can do that. Sometimes people just get that, that, that opportunity just arises. Like, you just, that's like, mm-hmm. like a lot of the Fortnite pros. A lot of kids were good at games, and Fortnite was just had so many opportunities. Then it was mm-hmm. its own genre, its first of its kind. So it's like a lot of people took advantage of that, and they got picked. And so now they're like, "All right, I don't have to do this anymore. I did like the actual hard part. Not saying it's gonna just get any easier, but you don't have to work. Yeah, uh, like you don't have to work as hard as you did." To, to One thing I've learned on streaming though is, if you still do get big, that means obviously you've got to. Do- you got to put more time into that video game because now people are going to expect so much more out of you on that type of video yeah. game, I guess. I, yeah, I, I did a little bit of research like, on some of this. Like, I was just amazed at how this works. Like, it was just like, I just it's can't like believe people job. sit here and watch it. Yeah, and it, yeah. hey, I'm not, I'm not questioning anybody's hustle because, I mean, that's just a lot of looking at us one screen all day. The afterwork is is uh, the afterwork streaming is the fun part of it. The afterwork part of it, when you get off and you gotta like, all right, it's the end of the week. Edit okay, the video gotta, and everything. And upload all these clips. You gotta go through and talk with people. You might have gotten uh, offers through the week and sponsorships. You gotta talk to. It, it's so much. You gotta brand yourself. And if you're selling merchandise, you gotta keep up with that. So I'm, like, I'm curious. Like, I, I want to go into that. So uh, talk me into how that works. So, so did you ever like, get that like, kind of popular at that time? Did you get, like, sponsors to play in the video games and stuff? Um, I've gotten two. So a lot of the sponsors, they, like, they depend on, like, your own growth. So mm-hmm. a lot of sponsorships. Is it like ambassadorships are, are, type scenario? Yeah. So that's how a lot of them start off as ambassadors. Okay. Unless you really just have, like, something crazy happen where you mm-hmm. gain, like, an overnight success, I would call it, that's when they want to sponsor you. But it's like uh, G Fuel, for instance, is, like, one of the biggest yeah. gaming slash energy. I've got an ambassadorship with them as well. Yeah, so G Fuel, and they're real picky. Like, everybody they have that's, that has their own G Fuel, or they sponsor, bring something different to the table. And it might look mm-hmm. like they're all the same, but if you really go through and look at each person they have, they all bring something different that each one don't have. So it's like yeah. it's just like anything else. You have to set yourself aside and be like, what can I do different that they're mm-hmm. not doing that'll that you can out stand out compared to everybody else. Yeah, right. That'll make me different. That'll make make them want to sponsor me because it's when you get to a level, it's not about 
looking for sponsorships. You gotta want the sponsorships to look for you. It's like being in the the NFL combined or anything. You're out there so they can put a word in for you, not so you can mm-hmm. talk with them. Yeah, make your work explain express what what you can do instead of obviously right. just and asking. The whole, and the one thing I've learned with this podcast too, and just with wrestling too, man. I was constantly online, always trying to up everything I could do. So, obviously, for the ambassadorships and stuff that I have now for my podcast, which I am so grateful of, is it, the crazy thing is my wife would literally come home and, like, there's packages in at our doorstep, like, stacked. And she just sitting here going, are you buying this stuff? I'm like, no. Like, literally, they were asking me for these ambassadorships because I told her, I said, if they send you those cards and whatever – that means that they're trying to sell their business to you type scenario. And I mean, and they help so much for like, they like streaming podcasts and stuff like that. And I'm just starting to really get into that now because this was only supposed to be like a fun outlet for me, which is still is fun, but now it's gotten to be more serious because now it's like everybody's getting more reactions to it. And they're like, Hey man, I'm, I like what you're doing. Keep it up. And then I also get anchor on me talking about, Hey man, you got to keep these going. People are asking about these every single time. And it just blows my mind that like people like to hear me talk, which was kind of weird. And it's just, I love the one on ones now because especially when I was doing these by myself, dude, and I'm going an hour talking to myself. I was just like, okay, I need to get to one on ones. Like, make it normal. It's good. That, I mean, you have a voice for it because I was actually in the Uber a couple nights ago and the older gentleman. I was just about to get dropped. He's like, you ever thought about doing anything with your voice? You've got a really good voice. And he was kind mm-hmm. of hard to come by. I was like, that's crazy. So when you asked me to do the uh, the podcast, I'm like, yeah, no doubt. Like, I know. Yeah, it. man, that's like, one I, thing I want to do for anyone. Like, I'm, I'm trying to tell everyone this. And and the craziest thing about this, I'm not, inter- I'm not interviewing, like, very famous people. Obviously, I've had a former cheerleader from Jaguars and stuff like that. But I'm just interviewing people, like, like, I love using this. I'm, I'm basically doing this to catch up with old friends because, I mean, like, I was gone for so long, and obviously I don't live in Nassau County right now, so it's oh, like yeah, I don't either. <laughs> catch up. It's, I mean, it, it's really cool, and everybody just talks. They'll message me after I send them the episode, and they're like, dude, I wouldn't even know that I knew you in high school because it's just like a whole different person, I guess, and, and it's pretty cool in ways. No, nah, that's what we strive for, though, because I get that a lot. Like, uh, I sat back with my dad yesterday, and he was like, the same person you are right now, you might not be that person in the next month, week, mm-hmm. years. He's like, even looking at now, like, from looking back when I was in high school to now, I wouldn't expect to be high am now in my way. I would have never expected me doing a podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, ever. you know, like, that's what we <laughs> asked. Was like, wait, you do a podcast? Wait, what? Like, you know, so it's yeah. like. It, 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 there's more good out there. We just have to look it out. The good that everybody's actually doing now. Twenty plays so far in in I think nineteen episodes that I've published so far. So I mean that's that's a big deal. Yeah, see, you got you got to be proud of those small accomplishments like that. Reverse back to streaming. Uh-huh. That's like uh, it took me three months to hit. Uh, they have like different statuses. Like you're regular, then once you hit affiliate, you can start making money. That requires fifty followers. You had to have at least 40 hours stream that month and average three views every stream. So to do that over a course of mm-hmm. three months, that was a big thing to me. And it's like, it, that's a small goal a lot of streamers set because they get so, like, 
you just get down by like seeing like some people blow up overnight or in a week or like yeah. a lot of people use is it based off of like how good they are in the video game or no, is it based off that based off of you because there's some like how can I say this like that's like uh that a lot of dudes they try to use the excuse oh they're a woman da 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 this and that like there's some chicks I've met mm-hmm. on there that blown up in two weeks. They were decent at the game, but oh, yeah. just like, I've... dude, a lot of them got like bubbly personalities. Like they talk to people. Like they, you know, they like just really. And they're not that nerdy really looking nerdy. either. And I was just and like, like, wow. Just, like some of them are like really genuine. Now you do have like other people, even dudes that are like on there just for money, and they will like bluntly put that out there. And they still have yeah, fan yeah. bases because some people like that they're being them, but I find it dead ass rude. Like. I get you're doing it for money, but I, I feel like that's a big type scenario. I that was one thing I just could not do is just sit here and beg right, somebody. Right. And like that's right. what I did right. when I published these episodes. I'm just like, hey, go check this out. Let me know what you think. I'm not sitting here begging for money on it because obviously you could do a thing, hey, you can put something to help my podcast work. I'm not asking for all right. that. Like I'm just I'm right. just doing this to have a fun outlet for me and also get people Obviously, they're doing a small grind and get them higher up, give them more attention, give them more, obviously, more viewers type. Right. Thing. And I mean, that, that's all that's all I look forward to doing. I mean, I've always been known in wrestling. I call it I was always called the put over guy. Basically, I basically help that person adjust to a, a good spot and actually help them work themselves up like it like a good storybook. You always have a very startled beginning but obviously you work yourself up and obviously you get that happy yeah, ever especially after when you don't get no help in some way streaming world is like when it comes mm-hmm. to that a lot of people aren't going oh it's your own business i literally like sat down and took a couple weeks to really get into it and it took me about six seven months to decide like all right i'm gonna stream what i do i will one thing i do want to finish off on this is so when you first thought about streaming were you very nervous to get on the camera or like what well, how was that? How was that type thing? Because obviously, when the camera looks at you, it feels like you got so many eyes I on mean, you. Even if there's not anyone yeah, on like, it, it still feels like screen, so many people are looking seeing at it. You know, uh, it. I wouldn't say like I've I've never really been camera shy. Like growing up, like I was just like I like being in the limelight. So it was a little bit easier. Like you know, oh, I know. videos, <laughs> YouTube videos, of dancing, whatever. I like being in the line. I like being that center of attention. It never bothered mm-hmm. me. Now I'm a little more, like, I just want to, you know, mind my business and do me. But it's like, you got, you turn that camera on, you got to look like, all right, do I feel comfortable right now? Do I, is my energy good? Am I, like, focused to do this right now? So you're going to do a couple of takes and look at yourself, make sure everything's set up right so you feel good. So that way, whenever you do look over at your screen and see yourself on camera, you're like, that nervousness mm-hmm. goes away. And you have some people that, Instead of having their stuff open on there, all they see is the chat. So that makes them feel more comfortable mm-hmm. that they're not being watched. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. it really wasn't a, too much of a big deal, but like, I'm still missing my tooth. So, like, I had to get over that for a little bit. And then, like, after, like, after the first couple <laughs> months, it was like, I don't care anymore because I go out in public like this and people know and I don't have a problem talking to them. So, well, you know, over the internet, people are a little more hard. Yeah. Uh, and I went through that before. Like, uh, <laughs> that was a fun couple days. I mean, that's one good thing I like about a podcast on sites. On, I think also on a streaming standpoint, 
even if you're getting ridiculed, you're still going to be able to finish what you're beginning. So say like on a podcast, I could be saying something that someone is totally against, someone doesn't like, but I'm still going to get my word out regardless if they're going to want to finish the episode or not. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm still able to express how I am, how my yeah. opinion And that's one thing I love about this gig now is I just give everyone their own opinion. And I love how you said that about the tooth thing. Believe it or not, I'll finish this off with this little story I had. So I think it was like I tried to figure out what I wanted to be as my wrestling character for a while. So I was experimenting with all types of fight styles. U.S., the mixed martial arts, all that stuff, mm-hmm. boxing, all that stuff, man. I was in – I think I think I was in the mixed martial arts thing, and then one guy literally just kicked me. And, I mean, he he cracked two two of my, my sight – my uh, side teeth, like, completely flung out my mouth. So, go figure. I had my – it was my birthday the next day, so obviously you got birthday pictures coming out. I was sitting there going like this trying to turn my mouth, trying to, like, cover the gap. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I just kind of, like, wanted to have that little funny story on it. But, Xavier, I appreciate you doing this with me today, man. Uh, That was really interesting to know about the Wi-Fi thing. Um, I do want to finish it on this, though. Um, Explain, did you ever go to one of the real big video game tournaments or – just like uh, local ones. The biggest ones. one I went to, they had, this is probably, I was like 16. I ended up meeting Speedwing out on the Halo 3 team, and we went out yeah, to Orlando for uh for amateurs. I think we got like mm-hmm. 50th place. <laughs> but that, that was, hey, at least that you was, did it. I mean, I mean that's. So, so it felt good, like we even got that far in it at 16. Um, well, it's definitely, I mean, with COVID right now, a lot of things are on hold, but I definitely plan on attending mm-hmm. some amateur stuff. And Jacksonville, there's so much opportunity out here, but they don't. They do have this new place because uh, I play flag football, and uh, our the CEO of the flag football league that I have, that I play with currently, they have this place called Ace Arena. Have you ever heard of you that place? You know what? I've actually gotten ads on Facebook about it. Like about events and everything. It's a real good area, dude. They've got like all PC, all this stuff. They've got so many TVs. Uh, obviously, sadly, they opened up literally right before COVID started, started its course, whatever. And I mean, they were really anxiously getting prepared to open up. Um, I think they were going to do a Fortnite tournament at first. I do remember how they were going to open up with that. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're currently open up on certain days. I know on Tuesdays, I think it's, like, all tournament play type scenario, get them ready for the tournament. I'm not totally all knowing for sure on it, but I do remember some of that stuff. And, I mean, it was just really cool to just see how big stuff is like that. I, I it's It just amazes me, like, just, like, what type of hustles people have. Like, say, like, I'm hustling, in a way, hustling on a podcast. Yeah. Just talking to yeah. people and uh, it's pretty cool how people are making money just playing video games like it that's one thing i tell people is like it's never hard to find work you know in a way in a scenario you can always find something to help that out people are making money like i'm working at a warehouse they're making almost double what I'm making playing a video game. And, and it, it, it's it's more <laughs> of a, like, it's, you know, it's, it's a job, like, you got to 
tell yourself every day, this is what I want to do. One thing everybody told me, find something that keeps keeps uh, keeps money in your pocket, keeps you healthy, you and that's a hobby, you know. So you got to be able to enjoy it. Uh-huh. So I would never go back to working fast food again unless, like, I really, really had to and had no choice. I wouldn't do it, you know. You can't be scared mm-hmm. of, of what's to come if you're chasing your dreams. Everybody's yeah. going to fall. Like Ninja, for instance, it took him seven years to get where he's at. Seven. He didn't blow up until Fortnite. That was the game for him. That was when his dream career started. That's so crazy. It, I mean, that's, that's pretty so, cool. So it's like you just, you just really got to work and push forward. Because I just actually got back in the stream in like these past three days. So it's funny how everything falls in place like that. Hey, man. All right. Uh, it's starting to basically be able to call it off now. So um, you want to plug in your uh, social media account and obviously your gamer stuff? I don't know all that tagline. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. So yeah, no, I was just like your gamer stuff. Like I didn't want to say anything wrong and try to. No, nah, you're good. Yeah, I'll plug in my Twitch, <laughs> uh, twitch.tv slash Zaytrap, Z-A-Y-T-R-A-P-S. My Twitter is Zaytraps underscore. That's my same handle on Instagram. Um, I do post, not as much anymore, but it's, it's going to get back up there. And I also post comedic stuff. Like, I, I'm a comedian as well. Like, you know, I take life as a joke sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on everything. You got to. You want to have a laugh or two. Follow me. I appreciate all of it. All right, Xavier. I appreciate you doing this, man. Hope you have a rest You're of welcome, good day, man. I appreciate you for having me. All right, man. Later. To being the new member of the Rasp Rebellion, I want everyone to go to the website, repsports, R-E-P-P, sports.com, and get 15% off on your first purchase if you do the promo code AP2420. And you have to type in the capital letters of AP2420. And like I said, you get 15% off. I know with the hard times in quarantine, honestly, supplements are going to be the best way to go. They've got BCAs. They have the energy drinks. They have pre-workouts, whey proteins and stuff. I would love everyone to go to repsports.com to get and use the promo code AP2420, which is capital letters AP2420, to get 15% off on your first purchase. Thank y'all. All right, time to get to go home queue. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Xavier May for joining us today, talking about game streaming. Man, wow. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was really shocked at some of the stuff I found out. Like, the internet connection thing, really, I never knew that. Y'all don't know how many times I... It's probably been one of the reasons why I don't play sports games as much as I used to. Because I used to be heavily on 2K. NBA 2K was my game. And every time I tried to play online, I'd get like four or five saying cut off internet connections ended so guess what y'all i put that phone cord the ethernet cord in the back of my xbox and my xavier may did not disappoint it works i have not been kicked out of a game yet it's amazing but it's crazy to see like all the stuff that we do on my podcast all the stuff that i've done with professional wrestling kind of entails to game stream 
It's crazy to believe like all those all the hard work you still have to put in even to do game streaming. I mean that's that was pretty eye opening for sure for me. But I hope I hope y'all enjoyed today. I hope we didn't bore y'all and we're gonna just finish it off like we always do. And also guys, it is Friday, so guess what? That means football is back, it is ready, and I'm hoping to see the Florida Gators lose this weekend. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but hopefully to see the Jacksonville Jaguars prove people wrong, man, because I, I watched this uh, video talking about the NFL game report preview of who everybody thinks is going to win the game or whatever, and I saw... Deion Sanders come out here and talk about nobody cared to watch the Jaguars play. So, hopefully that gets changed. Hopefully that gets better. And hopefully Minshew, he goes and tells people, hey man, we still here. We're ready. Let's play. So, I just, we're going to end it off like we always do. I hope, hope everybody washes their hand. Everybody stay safe. Stay clean. Watch you do. Protect your own. Do what you got. And I will be back when we have more. Bzzz down the road. Later.